We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we're a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and it is Turf District Tuesdays. Thank you for joining us live on YouTube or for downloading the podcast or for listening to us on Edmonton Sports Talk. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us and uh, talk a little football. Uh, We have a very special guest this evening uh, that we'll get to in just one moment. Uh, Before we bring her in, let's bring in after a two-week stay on the the one-show injured list i'm not sure how we call that but returning to the show again super fan mike like and subscribe we don't call it a comeback that's well i've been here for weeks um really well you know we've been here but uh (laughs) just haven't been here no no right I'm so glad you have a voice and you're yes. joining us once again. I know. People were just clearly missing hearing me talk. Well, I mean, I think the dulcet tones of Superfan Mike <laughs> helps help a lot of people calm well, down. Well, there we go. Let's it's, go with that. It's very, it's very important. Yeah, uh, the entire office I work with, it seems to have been just ripping all through that. So I was going to blame it on the, the flight from Winnipeg, but uh, apparently the guy I went with didn't get sick. So must be me must okay well there we go (laughs) typhoid mike (laughs) there's a new name i just changed super fan out yeah typhoid mike from now on um super fan we uh we need to before we get started we need to say thank you to bc and hamilton for helping us yes, out this absolutely. past weekend um if uh, we'll, we'll need a little more help over the next three weeks and we will talk about that shortly yeah. uh but before we get to that let's let's bring in our please. amazing guest uh if you have questions for our guests please pop them in the chat down below and we will make sure that we get to some of them as we go through joining us this evening a very special guest as i said um she's always been active in our show in the chats and and interacting with us uh, especially when her son christian was with the elks uh we all know her as mama Sauls. uh please welcome to the show melissa thank you for joining us hi <laughs> we're, we're so glad you could uh, you could be on the show we <laughs> thank you for asking me i appreciate it yeah absolutely now we we had christian on last year 
Um, and we talked about his journey through football, but I mean, you're the mom. So do you remember what it was like when he started playing football? Um, at the early age? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember. <laughs> um, actually, um, he started at five and I will never forget. He ended up being drafted in the, the, the rec league here. He ended up being drafted by one of my high school friends. Oh, cool. and so I'll never forget, um, they were they were two age gaps um five and six is what he played on and um he was on the broncos and so um he um he actually um on tuesday nights are what they call the b games so if okay. you weren't good enough to play on in the, on the a team you were on the um b team but okay. the a games were on saturdays where everybody came and nobody wants to play on um on on tuesdays because not many people came during the week and so i'll never forget the first game he was so mad it was on a saturday and he was so mad and we didn't we lived like walking distance to the field and um he was so mad because he didn't get in that game oh okay he was furious he was like how dare they tell me because i'm five i can't get in the game you know <laughs> no no he was actually seven he was seven Okay. And I'm like, Christian, but it was just the first game. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> and by the time we got home, um, he was asleep. And I'd be like, we live within walking distance. He was asleep. He slept a whole afternoon. So the coach called me that evening, which is my schoolmate. And he said, um, what's wrong with Christian? And I said, well, he's a little upset with you. <laughs> and I said, he said, well, what is the deal? I said, well. He don't like that age group thing where y'all got it, you know, the, the A team play on Saturday and the B team play on Tuesday. And he was mad because he felt like he's good enough to be on the A team and he needs to play on Saturdays. And and so his coach said, well, okay, if he wants to play on Saturdays, we're going to give him a chance Tuesday. He got to show me if he really wants to play on Saturday. And so that was the only Saturday he ever missed. He never oh, missed wow. another Saturday. He was furious. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. He never missed another Saturday. We played through flu. We played through asthma. We played through it all. <laughs> oh, wow. That is amazing and not surprising. Before he wrapped up his career in the rec league through the city, um, every year they would give out MVP trophies and he never got one. Really? He told me the last year he was there, he said, this year, nobody's going to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> and he ended up winning that MVP trophy. He was all smiles. I, I have pictures. I have to send them to you so you can see him. He was yes, all, please. he was so happy. Yes. Well, that, that's uh, amazing. That smile uh, we, uh, gets you every time. So, yeah. yes, please send us the pictures. <laughs> yes. So we would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So every guest we have, we always love to go back to their sort of beginning. So did you grow up with football in your house or was it kind of all new to you when your kids started playing? Let me just say, you're not going to believe this, but I hated football. Oh, really? <laughs> could not stand it. I could not stand it. I didn't understand it. I didn't want to understand. It. I thought it was the stupidest game ever. And <laughs> then I had Christian and my life changed. <laughs> it does sound that way. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden it's like, well, this isn't so bad, yeah. I guess. As long as yep. as long as he's happy. I had him and, and things changed for me. Now I had to figure it out. I had to learn. I asked a lot of questions, but yeah. I had <laughs> yeah. now I, I I've been a parent of a kid playing football. Um how did you deal with him taking those big hits? 
Oh, uh, we're like two of a kind. So if he didn't take them big hits, his mom was gonna have a problem. Some <laughs> <laughs> if he if he wasn't ta- you know what I'm saying? No, we're, we're we we great minds think alike. We were on the same page. Okay, <laughs> you're like, but like, was it? I, I don't know. I always, I, I my son usually played defense, so for me, it was like he was always doing the hitting. But mm-hmm. every now and again, he would play tight end and you know catch a ball and then get hit, and I'd be like, oh, he's getting back up. He's fine. All right, he'll be fine. But then I watched some of his teammates like get absolutely like drilled. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. He's That's taking some hits. He's definitely taking some hits. Oh, well, yeah. especially as a running back, right? Like, oh, yeah. Or he played returner. running back up until his senior year of high school. And then once he got to college, you wouldn't believe it, but they switched him to wide receiver. He never okay. played wide receiver in, until he got to college. Well, he was great in space, right? So I can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and he had great hands. So yeah. give, give him the opportunity, right? Give him the credit. Give baseball the credit for that, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I was a tough mama. I just didn't, um, you know, I didn't make excuses for him. We didn't do participation trophies. I didn't like that. <laughs> he didn't like it. Um, so, you know, it's just like in baseball, one of the parents came up to me when he was, I guess he was about seven. We don't expect seven-year-olds to catch pop flies. I see you may not expect yours to catch pop flies, but if mine going to be out there running down a ball, he better catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. That's awesome. So, so yeah. obviously, besides being his mother, you were also his manager um, before he came up to play with the team here. So what was the yeah. process like uh, signing with the Elks for both you and him? Well, oh, it was a journey because um, agents, momager, manager, agent. Um, <laughs> I knew he was getting signed before he knew he was getting signed. Um, okay. But it was a journey because, you know, COVID happened, um, and the pro day, I mean, pro days got canceled right before his pro day was scheduled in Alabama. What other place would you want to do your pro day? Yeah. Perfect situation. And then COVID happened and we had an agent that was positive up until COVID happened. And then after COVID COVID happened, he was all gung ho. We know Christian's going to run this 40, but when COVID happened, everything turned negative. And what he had said was going to happen on draft day didn't happen. And so I just started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. And so after I heard so many excuses, you know, we don't, we don't make excuses around here. So I fired him. Mm -hmm. And um, so after I released him, um, I told Christian, I said, we're just going to figure this thing out as, as we go. Well, you know, I know I wanted him to know, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew his ability and I knew what he could do. And I was 100% behind him. I said, you don't have to get a job if you don't want to. Um, we got you. We got you to so that you could be able to live out your dreams. We got you. And so um, he went to the FCF uh, and he played one season there. And when he came back, he looked me dead in my eye and he said, it's time for me to bet on myself. And I said, okay. Yeah. I said, you ready? He said, yep. And when he said he was ready, and G. Roy sent me a te- uh, message about the the schedule for tryouts and stuff, along with the other teams. I took my calendar and I put them all on the calendar as they were coming, where they were going, and all of that. And I mapped out a strategy. And we started in Tampa with Calgary. 
Wow. And we started, we went to Tampa. We were supposed to turn around that Saturday after the trial was over, fly back to Atlanta. And he was going to work out with BC in Atlanta. Then we were going to go uh, to Texas like straight three weeks in a row. Um, he was going to do trials there, um, which he did do with Edmonton. One of them was with Edmonton. And then he was going to come back to University of Memphis here in our area and do one with um, Montreal. And um, and so he did it. By the time he got to the end, his body was broke down. But <laughs> he, he wasn't going to quit. He was tired. He was tired. And so he got the last one in, and then he had like a two-week break. And uh, I'll never forget. I just Something just told me to text G-Roy because uh, we I had introduced him. He kept seeing Christian during the workout. And um, he um, he knew the name sound familiar, but he didn't put two and two together. And he said, your name sounds familiar. Christian was like, you'll find out after this is over. <laughs> and so I walked up to him and I, I shook his hand. I said, I'm Melissa Smith, Christian Salisbury's mom. He was like, oh, that's where I know you're from. <laughs> and I said, I wasn't going to let us, we weren't going to leave here without me introducing myself put a name with a face and all that and he was like yes yes and he told me up front he was like he did very well he, he did very well in the trials so you know one day i just had an inkling to text him and just kind of see you know what they were thinking because i didn't actually know when i texted him that they were getting ready to report it was in may and okay. um and so um he was like yeah i talked to coach jones and, you know, we're going to talk about Christian more tomorrow. This was like at four or something in the evening. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so about about two hours later, he texts me back and he said, where do you all live? And I said, we live in uh, South Haven, Mississippi, which is like at the state line of Memphis, you know, right at Memphis, Tennessee. And he was like, oh, okay. And um, he said, well, we're going to talk about it more in the morning. I'll hope to, you know, have an update in the morning. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So about 9.45 or 10.45, I think it was, he texted me and all he said to me was, the wait is over, exclamation point. That is. And I oh, immediately knew. I, I couldn't even get a screaming out. I couldn't. I was like, thank you, God. I'm, I'm so glad this is happening because he was so ready. He had worked you know, in the family business, he had done, Christian has done everything we asked him to do. I mean, he never gave me any issues with decision-making. He didn't want me to keep spending money trying to get him to the camps, but I believed in his dreams. So I wanted to make sure that I, that he didn't walk away saying, what if? I said, if you yeah. give it your all and you never say, you know that you've given it your all, it's easier to walk away. But if you don't give it your all and actually go after what you want, then you'll never know what could have been. And so um, when he when he did send me the text, I actually called my daughter in the room first and I showed her. Christian was in his room and I walked in and I said, I got something to show you. And he was like, what? <laughs> he was laying across his bed. And I said, I just gave him the phone. He looked at the phone. He was like, what is this? He didn't even just really look at it. He looked at the phone and he's like, uh, what is this, mom? And I was like, look at it. And he saw G Roy's name at the top and he looked down at the bottom and he just took his shirt and he went and started crying. That's amazing. So, oh, yeah. I what a journey. By one o'clock in the morning, we knew he was leaving at six, so we didn't have time to think about nothing. I'm like, you got four hours to get your clothes in this bag, <laughs> get a shower, and be taken to the airport. 
<laughs> so uh, obviously uh, Christian was a late cut at camp, um, yes. but they brought him back in August. So what was it like um, when he gets that second call to come back? To the team? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I've been following the team even when he wasn't there. Right. And I kept saying to him, every, he would be working on Saturdays. And so I would be watching the games and I kept <laughs> checking the special team stats. And I'm like, Christian, you had 162 yards the last preseason game. Nobody yep. has come close to that. They're going to call you back. I'm telling you, they're going to call you back. And so August the 15th, I was sitting in the doctor's appointment with my mom. And my phone rang. And G-Roy said, where is Christian? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, I left him at home. He said, I tried to get a hold of him. I couldn't. But I need you to have him call me. I said, okay, I'll give him a call. By the time I got the phone with him, Christian was calling me going, I think Edmonton just called me. <laughs> I said, well, get on the phone and call him back. <laughs> and so that was about two o'clock. By six o'clock, we knew he was leaving again at six o'clock the next morning. So it was, I was like, you listen, go up there and handle your business. Don't try to do too much. Do what you you know you can do and just let that be that. This is the second go around. They call you because they need you. Yeah. Oh, did we? Did we ever? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did we ever? Yeah. I mean, if you look at his, if you go back and look at his huddle, if you Google his huddle, you go back and look at high school, Christian is, is bold enough to return a 99-yard return. Yeah. Why would you not? Well, he, he is that bold. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm confused at like, why y'all didn't keep him? You know, but. <laughs> we were too. We yeah, here. yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah. we talked about it off air. Like we were fans of him at training camp, and one of those things where we was cut. It was just like we just didn't get it because we've had such a bad return game for years, yeah. and to have the one that has the most spark on returns, and it was just like it doesn't make any sense. So when he came it back, was it was just an obvious position. thing. It really yeah. he loved all the positions he played, but I think special teams just really pumped him up. Yeah. Oh, totally makes sense. So would you say your favorite memory watching him play would have been a special teams play? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. I've seen a lot of interesting things. I mean, believe it or not, you I think just like I said on Huddle, if you Google his Huddle, even in high school, he played uh, on the defensive side right. of the ball. So, oh, wow. you know, I, I, I remember uh, um, we were trying to go to the state championship and um, – we needed to cross this one hurdle of this one team, and they were beating us in the first half. And I watched him come back in the second half and pick off somebody and return for a pick six, change the whole momentum of the game, and we actually won to go to the state championship. Oh, phenomenal. What a great memory. What a great memory. Now, we obviously, you know, know everything, you know, did not go well last year, um, but you stayed connected to the team. And tell us a little bit about that. We we talked before we before we started the show about how you have many sons in Edmonton between Dylan and Kevin and all these guys yeah. that you that you now know. But uh, tell tell us about your connection still with the Elks. Man, is I don't think I would have survived this had it not been for them. I'm I'm still grieving every day. Some days I don't mm -hmm. even want to get out of bed. I mean, because it's I'm not just grieving Christian. I'm grieving our whole, everything that we shared, who he was, 
him being silly, funny, you know, not, not just football. You know, I would give football up if I could just have him back. My life was so incomplete at this moment. My girls are helping me tremendously, um, but I'm lost without him. So had it not been for Edmonton, I don't think in the players and the coaches and in G-Roy and I really don't think I would have survived. Coach Shep called me before a game one day, right before a game, and talked to me for almost an hour. Wow. Wow. And I know you're fairly connected, too, with Coach Lennon because I know that he goes back and forth with you as well. I can't can't speak enough about Jordan. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot. I mean, his parents are amazing because he's amazing. And and (laughs) – and I mean, you know, even when I don't, you know, when I don't feel like it and he, he just, he don't know some of the stuff that he sends me or he do, it brightens my day. Even when I just want to fall out in the floor and cry, you yeah. know, like I can, I got Jordan to remind me about Christian. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Um, and, and we had the dedication uh, up here and you were able to come up for a game. Um yes. Uh, I know you, you didn't, you know, you weren't watching Christian play live, but what was it like being in the stadium? It was amazing. Everybody was so nice. I mean, up to Victor um, when he was there. I mean, it was, I mean, that man said, we sat and talked about Christian just personally, our family with him. And I mean, he was crying. Yeah. I yep. mean, so, you know, it was. It is. It, it was amazing being in the stadium, experiencing it for the first time. I told Christian we were coming this year, so I wanted to keep that promise to him. You know, yeah. So yeah. it meant something for me to be able to keep that promise to him. Oh, for sure, for sure. Now the, I guess the the positive that has come out of this is the Christian Salisbury Foundation, and yes. and you're you started this, you're running this, but. Tell us, uh, for the people who don't know, tell us a bit about, um, actually, I, I'm just seeing in the chat, there's people who are, you know, rocking their <laughs> Christian Salisbury t-shirts and bracelets yes, right now. Yes, but um, yes. tell us about the goals of the foundation and kind of where things are at right now. You know, I'm still trying to map out, you know, a sh- what I plan to do with the foundation. But I, I, I was saying initially professionals, but I don't think I want to get into that too much. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna leave that for the people that get got the certification. Yes, God bless me to be able to say, you know, with Christian that I can honestly say I'm the first. What I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'm the first, but I'm not certified to even be negotiate the contract. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so for me to be able to do that, um, it meant something for him. Even though I wanted to stay in the background, he's like, no. I'm not letting you say in the background, people need to know that I'm here because of you. And so um, I think it's important. I've always told him that if, you know, Deion Sanders had a saying um, in his Hall of Fame speech, and I went ahead and printed on a plaque and put on Christian's wall. And he said, if your dream ain't bigger than you, something is wrong with your dream. And so I pushed that into Christian's. Your dream is no different than anybody that wants to be a doctor, a lawyer, or anybody, uh, whatever they desire to do, they can do it if they just dr- dream and, and set the foundation to get to that plateau. And so that's why we came up with the Christian um, found, Christian Solidarity Foundation hashtag, you can do it too, yeah. because he wore the number two. And so I just want athletes to know that they can accomplish just what he accomplished. 
if they have the support and they have the drive because it's going to take a lot it's going to take a mental drive and stamina it's going to take physical drive and stamina if they put all that together they will be able to accomplish that dream have you thought of of um professionally doing motivational speaking because that no is you, i'm already fired up i don't know i got <laughs> i just <laughs> i have i have to be honest um uh, i have i just want to be a little bit stronger because i'm still emotional sure um, and i don't want to be breaking down having to stop and so i'm not there yet but eventually i will get there oh you you'll get there because let me tell you that was pretty yeah. that was pretty powerful <laughs> absolutely so I mean, we andrew talked about there's t-shirts and wristbands to help support the foundation yeah. uh, and people can get them on your site but is there yeah. any other way that people can support the foundation yes they there is a donate here button on the on the website as well and they can make a donation um i'm trying to get to a mental place where i he has given me my first task in this foundation um he, he actually woke me up in the middle of the night i think and told me and i wrote it down because i did not want to forget i woke up got my book and wrote it down so i wouldn't forget and it's going to be called first and goal and i plan to invite the local high school kids football players here in the area to something like a brunch uh where we'll talk all things football from getting recruited out of high school once you get to college what to expect social media branding all of that because i want them to know that they are a walking brand 100%. if kids understand that now they'll get it christian understood you know what you do whether it's in somebody's site or out of somebody's sites it reflects who you are so you have to be careful to protect your brand oh so that's that's, that's gonna be my first task you know that i plan to do for the foundation that'll be huge for those kids a hundred percent yeah i i yeah i'm excited about that um and i need to be able to share some of this love too because i miss them so much <laughs> and i need to be, i need my football players to you know help me so hey well speaking of that one of the questions in the chat was uh when are you coming back to commonwealth oh wow let's see well i was hoping they made the playoffs yeah <laughs> us too us too still a possibility <laughs> yeah it's still a possibility um so they if they do i'm coming back this oh, year if okay. they don't i have been checking into some things with edmonton um and i am considering doing the women in fo uh, football for the cfl nice. to see if i can come in Damn. during training camp and um do that so yeah that would, that would be, be awesome. amazing because i want to be in that space i've always wanted to be in that space um and so but it wasn't as important to me it was more important to get christian where he wanted to be there for me to be in that space um and so now that i got this open space now i want to be able to help other people so um i want to get in this space Oh, that's that's oh, awesome. Oh, that would be one training camp. Let me tell oh. you, those boys would be <laughs> sitting up very, very straight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would yeah. uh well and uh, you know what? Whenever you're up here, you need some love. We're happy to offer hugs. That's Absolutely. what we, we have. Yes. Happy to help. We'll be at camp. Exactly. Yeah. Um so another question here. Uh, what was your first impression of Christian's first CFL game? His first one? Um yeah. 
Well, I guess we could say preseason. I think he right. did pretty good in preseason. I was not disappointed at all. I mean, you know, he when he came back after, um, you know, when once he returned, first two games were kind of shaky. But I had to have a little mild conversation. I'm like, you're not playing like I know you can play, <laughs> you know. And I was like, what's going on with you? He was like, well, you know, I'm trying to make sure I do this right and I do this right. I'm like, look, just relax and play your game. And you'll see, you know, you it's gonna if you just relax and play your game, you're gonna be fine. And so that third game is when you all start to see something change. And that mm-hmm. was me after me talking to him. I'm like, you just need to relax and do what you do. I mean, I said, if you return to football, you get a good field position, who's gonna complain? <laughs> not me. No, <laughs> I was not complaining at all. No. Not complaining no, at he all. Did. He listened to his mama that time, so. <laughs> <laughs> as he should, as he yes. should. Um, well, I, I am. Well, we're going to come back to the foundation in a second. I do want to okay. talk a little bit about uh, some of the other things going on with the team, and mm-hmm. I want your opinion as they go into a game to see kind of what. Because I know you're still cheering on Dylan and oh, Kevin and yeah. all these guys, so we, we're going to talk about that. Um, now we did, did have some signings this week. Uh, the return of Steakhouse uh, Olivier Charles Pierre is back. You done with uh, OCP. That's right. Yeah, you know me. Uh, quarterback dresser Win as well joins in on the pra- practice roster. Uh, you know, guy more probably looking at for next year. Yeah. Um, they did release wide receiver Randy Satterfield, which we never did see. Was always we on hardly the practice. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. That was all of the changes on the. So not much. Uh, you know, <laughs> not a whole lot of moves this time of year. It's like okay, let's we got what we got and let's make it happen. Uh. Super fan, do you want to do a quick uh, hoard and tell here, and then we will come sure. back to talk some more football? All right, here yeah. we are. All right. Um, so this is something that I recently picked up. This goes back about as far as you can for this incarnation of the team. Um, trading cards kind of didn't start until 1954 in the fifth season, but a couple of years before that in 52, um, there was a, a giveaway um, where you could get crown brand corn syrup and every <laughs> label you sent in, you could get um, photos of the team. And there were only four teams that did this. And one of them was Edmonton. So um, I got the full set. Um, there's an example of one wow. lovely shot of Joe, the toe Aguirre, who is our, uh, Offensive and defensive end, and he was also our field goal kicker, hence the name. Joe uh, the Toe. Joe the Toe. We had Flingin' Frankie Filchok and Joe the Toe Aguar. Uh, there is our quarterback. That's Claude Arnold. He was with the University of Oklahoma um, under um, Bud Wilkinson, who was a famous Oklahoma um, coach. Uh, he also would have played with Daryl Royal, who was our coach in 53. Right. He played with Billy Vessels. He played with all of those guys from the Sooners. Um, another guy was Bill Briggs, who was a preacher as well as a football really? player. Um, during the 54 Grey Cup, he's the one that snapped the ball for the convert that won the game. Oh, wow. For him. Um, we have Mario DeMarco. Uh, just could you look more Italian? I swear. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, nope, he um, perished in a plane crash along with uh, two, three other players, uh, sorry, four other players in 1956, coming back from the all-star game. Really? Crash crashed in the mountains. And the award for linemen in the West is called the uh, Beckett DeMarco Award, named after Mel Beckett and Mario DeMarco. 
Oh, wow. Um, we have Mike King. Okay. We have Don Lord, who ended up getting traded to Vancouver to start off that club. M Mike King, related yeah. to Ryan? Uh, probably not. Okay, just checking. Uh, probably the biggest name on the list from this series, Frankie Morris. Oh, my. So the first person to ever win three Grey Cups in a row twice. Won it with the 45, 46, 47 Argos, which is where this picture's from. And then the 54, 55, 56 Edmondson team. Uh, he later then became our chief Canadian scout and director of player personnel and got seven more Grey Cup rings with a total of 13 Grey Cup rings, which is easily by far the most by any person. Wow. Uh, Gail Pace didn't actually play with the club. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> But he got a card. He got a card. Yep. Mm -hmm. Rod Pantages, who was another guy from Vancouver, uh, ended up playing for the Lions, played for the Stampeders, and played for us. Um, Roland and was Prater. also starring in Greece. Yeah, yeah pretty good. much. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to this. Come on, look at that hair. Look at that hair. Oh, he my. was an offensive end. He was six foot six, absolutely monstrous in the 1950s, uh, mm -hmm. and was the guy that made the tackle that loosened the ball so that Jackie Parker could run it back in the 54 break. Oh, oh, cool. Uh, these are always fun ones. We have uh, Chuck Quilter. <laughs> you don't see a lot of guys with the letter Q, and just because that wasn't enough, we have two. We have Jim Quanda Mateo. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So that's the full set. 12 Edmonton players. It's an incredibly hard set to get. Uh, the paper is super thin, like, like the pages of your Bible. Mm -hmm. It oh, wow. is. So they didn't last. Like it's about three of these stacks up to one regular piece of paper. So the fact that they these even survived is very rare. So tough, tough, tough to find, especially those first two, Joe Aguire and, and um, Claude Arnold almost impossible to find so if you could ever find any grab them they will always hold their value holy man that was so cool super fan yeah. i just like wow that's that's nuts uh if you find the coolest things sometimes they find me so yeah. this one someone messaged me and said they had this and want to be willing to do a bit of a trade and i'm like yes sir yeah. <laughs> so i did where yeah. do i sign up yeah exactly yeah. and a few more cool things coming Oh, excellent. Well, the future Horde and Tells, we don't want to spoil it yet. Just, Not yet. Uh, keep tuning in Tuesday nights for Horde and Tell with Superman Mike. Uh, and if you are listening on the podcast or on uh, Edmonton Sports Talk, uh, check check out the YouTube video and you can see Superfan yeah. Mike's cool stuff. We'll yeah. put some of that on the Horde and Tell page. It's very cool Horde stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, a little bit of Grey Cup news. Uh, we found out last week Carrie Underwood is going to perform at Grey Cup on Friday night. Oh, look at Melissa's eyes just got big are you a carrie underwood fan yes yeah. <laughs> who isn't <laughs> right so yes. um so, so the cool thing for me about that was i'm like man that's a big name for a friday night huge and then so what are they doing for halftime oh we'll just do green day like really yeah. i was blown <laughs> away i'm like I don't have a ticket to the Grey Cup yet, but I might have to have one now. Get one that's, now. Yeah. That's going to be, I mean, you want to talk about a band that I listened to a lot in, in the 90s. <laughs> that would be one. Um, I saw them in the 90s at a um, diner. Really? They played at the um, the Ritz Diner on Saint, on Saint El, uh, sorry Stony Plain Road. About 50 people showed up. Holy cow. 1993, I guess. So that was right after... 
No, before Dookie. Dookie. Just before Dookie was released? Okay. After Dookie came out, they weren't going to play any more diners. That's fair. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even still. Oh, that's that's very cool. Uh, Man, oh, man. That's exciting. Anyway, uh, great news for Grey Cup. It's going to be lots of fun. Uh, Melissa, at some point, you need to come up for a Grey Cup because... I do. I do. I'm sure it won't be my last time. I promise you it won't be. Okay. I loved it when I was there. I hate it went by so quick, but I'm almost certain. Does fly by. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you're up for a, for a game at Commonwealth, then we'll feed you at the tailgate. Yes. Give you all the yeah. hugs. Make Come sure hang with your family. After. I yeah. hate I didn't get a chance to do that because it was all rush, rush, rush through yeah. here. And, well, you, you know, you had more important places to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I was looking forward to it, but yeah. We, well, we'll still okay. be here. But there, there's more to do. Um, now let's talk about our game this week. Elks mm -hmm. facing the Argos. Um, it's Friday night. It's the uh, opening of the double header. So it's at five o'clock on Friday. Um, the watch party that the Elks are having is at Beer Hunter out in Spruce Grove. And I've heard of there, it. There may be a couple of local podcasters at the watch party mm -hmm. if you are at all interested. Well, maybe that'll scare some people away. Maybe. Okay, so we Mike will be there, ones. so that's the reason you want to go. <laughs> I'll just sit in the other corner. It's fine. There we I'm, go. I don't have to do right. anything. Um, now, Elks need to win this one to have any shot at a playoffs. Uh, we're, uh, it's a razor-thin line, you were saying, Mike, for us to, to make the playoffs at this point. We have to win out. Saskatchewan has to lose out, and Calgary has to lose at least one more game. That isn't against Saskatchewan. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, we need so Calgary to do us a favor. <laughs> wow, well, <laughs> that's a that's a problem <laughs> right there. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. You uh, never know. I, you never know. You never know. Um, Argos are coming off a loss last week to the Bombers, uh, but they did have Cameron Duke starting at quarterback. Uh, lucky for us, Chad Kelly will be back in this week, uh, right. and they just happen to be celebrating the 150 years of the Argos. Wow. So it's a tall task. We have <laughs> it is a very tall it's task. Chad Kelly went to my college. What's did that? he? Oh, Miss. Really, Chad Kelly? Yeah. Oh well, then. Yeah. All right. Well, I've heard. I've heard of that one. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard of that. <laughs> Ole Miss. Yeah. I know. I think I know that one. I think I. Yeah, yeah. I think I know that one. Um. Well, before we get into what we're going to watch in this game, in the chat, uh, Jamin Pelly says, "Love you, Mama. Hope you're in good spirits." So I want. I sure. am. We've talked uh, numerous times. We've, you know, I'm trying to be there for him as well. So yeah. Yes, I am. I'm doing as well as I can do. Excellent. Which I'm sure he has the same response he would give. Um, yes. so, yeah. One but, day at a time. Yes. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, Melissa, you've watched a lot of football. Mm -hmm. What do the Elks got to do in this game to win this one? Trey has to be, he has to have that same fighting spirit. Because I see a lot of his fighting, Christian's fighting spirit. I mean, they kind of are similar. Um and he has to be on point. He has to be on target. If he can hit his receivers, he'll be fine. Because we already know Kevin, my, my son is going to take care of business. On the <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> well, Dylan's coming on too. All of a sudden, two touchdowns right. in the last game. It's, it's time That's for him, right. right? Yeah, It is time. It is time. So if Trey can be on target, Kevin can be 
in the run game and the wide receivers can all be, you know, on point more, <laughs> all those guys. So, yeah. All right. I, I like where you're headed with this super fan. What do you think? Uh, well, it'll come as zero surprise to anybody that uh, has heard me talk at all about football. Uh, I'm a massive fan of the run game, always have been. And when Kevin Brown is on, there is just no one better. Uh, with, you know, apologies to Brady Oliveira. He's fantastic. But Kevin Brown has just got that little something special. Um, regardless if it's the first play of the game where he scored touchdowns, the last play of the game or every play in between. If you can feed him the ball and he can have consistent touches, he is going to make things happen. And you just have to believe and let it happen. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, we just have to have some way of getting to Chad Kelly and rattle him a bit. If you can take our defensive line to overpower their offensive line, I think that it's going to make him a little frustrated. Maybe they'll end up pulling him because it's a nothing game for them, really. So they can afford to put in, um, you know, the second or even third string quarterback like that against BC. And, uh, you know, if we can do that, it's just going to feed the rest of the defense. And uh, I think we can make it a long day for the Argos. Our, oh, I love the optimism. I love the optimism. Um, yeah. I, I'm excited for them to be coming back off of a bye week. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, uh, you know, my uh, Nicole and I got a chance to have a 24 hour date. And while we were out on our 24 hour day, we ran into Chris Jones. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah. That, what, what are you? Oh, this is weird. Okay. It's nice you could join you on your date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he is um, awesome. He is awesome. I, I mean, I just, I couldn't imagine, you know, yeah, we have the NFL here, but mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine what it would have been like if he christian had been in the nfl so i'm just grateful that he ended where he ended you know what i'm saying yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah everybody likes the nfl but would he would we have gotten the same support from the nfl that we're getting with the with our with, with our elks family no i don't think so <laughs> yeah i i i don't know but i don't i don't think so because he, he because Christian was only here for a short time and right. it, it is viewed very differently in the NFL. Right. Yeah. So right. Um, I, I love hearing that though, that from your side, that, that you um, have that respect for Chris Jones and Chris Jones was there for you as well, because he gets painted with a, a negative brush a lot of the time, but I can tell you, like, there's lots of times, and this weekend was one of them, where, you know, he's coming up and hey, how y'all doing? Why are you talking to me? Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it's nice to hear that, the other side, right? Yeah, and and you have to, you know, I've, I've gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with some fans on, you know, on the Facebook page. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Get to know him and stop judging him by what you see on the sidelines. Mm. Cause it's more to him. He has more dimensions to him than what you see during a game. Just get to know him. Yep. I, I mean, he and G Roy came to the funeral and you know, they didn't just go come to the funeral and leave. They came to the funeral. They came to uh, the dinner with my family. They ate, they relaxed, they had a good time. So I'm saying that there are more dimensions to Chris Jones than what, people see on the sidelines and they need to give him a chance. I don't care if you don't like him and you may not agree with some of the decisions he makes, but nobody's complaining when they're winning. 
<laughs> that's, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. And uh, and and like I said, I well, I don't know if that getting hearing you say that you got that text, the wait is over from G Roy. Like that's that's gonna stick with me. I I, yeah. I love that G Roy did that, and uh, that that's amazing. Um, needless to say, I did run into Chris Jones. I said, "Hey, how was the first practice after the bye week?" He's like, "Oh, they were fired up." So I, I'm hoping that there is that energy, right? We've had a bit of a uh, break. You got to turn your brain off a little bit. Now come back and run over a team. Show that you're where you need to be. So uh, I am excited about that. Um, I know that it's, uh, it's going to be difficult. As much as we love our run game, we have to find a way to stop theirs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's um, a tough one. AJ Olette is putting on a show and he just has another he's like myself when he plays the elks he just plays different like even better so we gotta find a way to shut that guy down um which could be tougher with the possibility of niles morgan not playing this week uh that'll be a big assignment for tony jones who i love the way he hits guys so i i'm hoping that he will find a way to to make that exciting so uh the other question i guess then for this week is can hamilton do us another favor and beat saskatchewan yes please yes Go please I hope so. Go Hamilton. All right, let's do some pickums. Let's just just for fun and games, um, because I, I I'm curious to see where you go with this, Melissa. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> okay, so first game is Winnipeg at BC, and it's in BC. So this is a big game because this basically will decide, not completely, but basically will decide first place in the you West know. Division. So, um, who do you have? Who would you pick in that game? Melissa. I think Winnipeg. Okay. You think Winnipeg's going to find a way? All mm -hmm. right. Super fan. Well, they're currently one and one. Uh, both teams have mm -hmm. won, but when Winnipeg won, they dominated the Lions. And it's just one of those things that it's like, which version of the BC Lions are going to show up and which version of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to show up? Correct. Um, at this point, both have so much to play for that first round by in the playoffs. I think this could come down to like the last minute of the game. And if it's to me, if it's coming to the last minute of the game and you're lining up a field goal, you have two of the greatest kickers in the history of the CFL. But if I'm putting my money on one kicker to win the game for me, it's Sean White. And I think that could be what happens. Mm -hmm. We might see it a walk-off field goal and Sean White winning it for the hometown Lions. Wow. Look at you. You should work for Disney. Yeah. It's an amazing you. story. Here's a movie. <laughs> um, I, although I agree. I, 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 the Lions at home, they're starting to come together. Yeah. The, Dominic Rhymes adds another dimension to that receiving core. I just, yeah, I, I'm excited to watch this game, but I'm I'm going to give it to the home team by the slightest of edges. Yeah. So I will I will give it to uh, to BC. Um, I did forget to mention uh, if you guys have a prop bet for the Elks game, uh, throw it into the chat, and we will pick one to uh, to bet on there. We've got one started. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> next game is Hamilton at Saskatchewan. This one is in the rectangle and, uh, you know, whatever. It's uh, all fun and games, right? Super fan? Well, got? obviously, this one <laughs> has to be a Hamilton win. Correct. Um, I think it was interesting that we have um, 
the first team reps were being split in Hamilton today in practice. Mm. A uh, certain Bo Levi Mitchell was getting a lot of reps. So interesting. it's going to be very interesting to see what that looks like tomorrow being the last game before the walkthrough. Um, yeah. I, I think that they have some interesting options on offense and Saskatchewan has just been a bit of a gong show. Uh, so even though they're playing at home, I honestly think that Hamilton has got this game. Wow. All right, then. I am going to say this. If they start Bo Levi Mitchell, Hamilton loses. If they start Taylor Powell, they win. Let's go because, Taylor Powell. Correct. <laughs> I hope Taylor Powell starts because, <laughs> yeah, Bo is not impress me one bit I, I i i hope powell finds a way and they find a way to uh to I, they've been playing much better i hope they find a way to win that once for sure um melissa who do you have in that game is it as you say it's saskatchewan that's right saskatchewan and hamilton and it's in saskatchewan yeah hmm. as much as i oh i'm trying to think I'm going to hope for Hamilton. Let's just say it. Correct. That's what we're all hoping for. <laughs> I think that would be fair to say. I'm going to hope it's Hamilton. Okay. That's a That's perfectly good answer. Um, next game is a rematch from last week. The back-to-back -back of a uh, head-to-head. Mm -hmm. It is Ottawa now in Montreal to take on the Alouettes. I believe the Alouettes are now on a roll and they are going to take this one rather handily melissa who do you got alouettes yeah that was yeah i know super fan <laughs> yeah i don't think that's really that um much of a question for me ottawa has shown so much promise oh, sort of earlier moments. in the season yeah and then they just have just not been able to put it together is it because other teams have all this film on them or is it just because the other teams are just that much better uh, maybe it's a bit of both um, but as you say, Montreal has definitely been on a roll. And at home, I figure it's going to be home, away, home, away this week. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> I like the way that you're thinking here. Super or fan. in this case, since we're first away, home, away, home. Away, home. That's right. Yeah, that's probably a better way to look at it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just hope Montreal pulls off that fake or that little tap punt. Oh, again, that, oh man. The onside <laughs> one-yard punt for a first down. Hey, wow, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. When you um, need 17 or 19 yards, you just sure. need to get one. Just one. Land on it. First down. Okay. Uh, it was very interesting. And there's a heated debate on whether that should be allowed. I think it should be allowed. I thought it was yes. awesome. And just got to learn how to it. been allowed for decades, century. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Elks prop bet. So, do we have any good prop bets in the chat there, super fan? Uh, well, we have one from Chris, and then I've got one of my own. So, okay. Uh, Chris suggested Elks tackles for a loss. I'm not sure if that would include sacks or not. Mm, um, I have to think it would include sacks. Yeah. Uh, and mine would be let's face it, we've got uh, Mama Smith here. How about uh, we talk about return yards? She's a big fan. Oh, I like that. Now we could do either kick and punt return, or we could just do kick return, or... Mm. I don't know. What What do you think, Melissa? What do you like for uh, for setting a prop bet? Uh, Kick return. Kick returns? It. So specifically kick return or kick yeah. and punt, or just kick? Um, I think more kick than punt. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, then. 
Just and and we want the total kick return yards. Correct. Well, whether it's whether it's uh, CJ, whether it's uh, Cobb. Okay, so it's total return yards for the Elks. Okay. Okay. Um, now, how many? T- I mean, Toronto's only going to kick the ball off twice in this game. Right. Like, well, if we it. defer right to the second and we oh, take right. the wind, so that, they so could get twice right there. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, just so it'll, they're not going to kick it very often. So. <laughs> There's optimism for you. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to, well, let's see. To give you an idea, I'll give you some numbers. Uh, Two games ago when we played um, Saskatchewan, we had 102 yards of CJ Sims. Last game, we had three people returning. We had Sims, Cobb, and Purifoy returning. And that was uh, about 112. Okay. So let's set the line. Well, let's just make it easy then. Let's say... The line this week will be uh, 101.5. There we go. So, Melissa, do you think over or under 101.5 total return yards for the Elks for this week? Over. Okay. Oh, man, there is that's <laughs> conviction right there. Yeah, uh, yeah I love it. Super fan? Oh, super fan's going over because he's. I I know what that meant. Yeah, there we go. Fair progress. I think that we are definitely going to go over. Uh, I think we've got uh, some great return people back there, especially on kickoffs. Uh, And again, we win the coin toss. We defer. They got to kick off twice to start each half. Uh, Yeah, I think we're going to have some pretty impressive return yards. So I'm going to go over. All right then. Uh, I'm going to go under. Running to make a call. I got yes, 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 you do. Yes, please. You do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could just uh, Melissa just call it CJ Sims. Now listen here. Yeah, let this me is... tell you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I want that on uh what's the what's the Vimeo? Is that the one where yeah. you can get yeah, where you can get yeah. people to I'm I'm gonna I'll I'll give Cameo. you the Cameo, there you go, Melissa. I'll give you the cash. You can send little inspiring speeches on video, and we'll look at... now. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to Kevin Cobb. Oh, like, I fire him up now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I tried. I tried to get Jordan. I was like, you know, Christian has two two songs. I think you may have heard them. Um, one was a hype song from when he was at West Alabama, uh, called "Blood, Sweat, and Tears." And then the same uh, artist that wrote that song just wrote a new song dedicated to Christian um, called Legend. Legend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Love this. And who's the artist again? His name is Sauce Lord. I have to send you the song. Um, yeah okay yeah email i can send it to you via email and um but yeah he wrote a song and dedicated to christian uh it has a video on my facebook page um i have to tag you in it so you can see it but uh yeah um but he's 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 you know everybody here has been affected i don't know if you know her our town our city our county everybody's been affected by this loss it's not just us you know um Everybody has been affected. When the mayor of our city writes an email, I mean, writes a post on social media, you know that everybody's been affected by this loss. Um, Absolutely. So I know that I'm not grieving alone, even though some days I feel like I'm alone. Right. But um, so when I have stuff like that that happens, uh, where somebody was writing a song, or you know, the foundation is already given out. Um, 
money, you know, scholarship mm -hmm. money. Uh, we've given out gloves, uh, receiver gloves to receivers and DVs and, and water. And we, we've, we're, we're doing, we've done a lot of stuff to just have gotten started. So those are the things that I want to do to inspire the younger generation. I want to eventually be able to design um, some sportswear. Okay. In cool. memory, you know, like skull caps that they wear. Um, those are things that I want to sell on the website. Um, so yeah, you know, just I got a lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That that that's amazing. That's a, <laughs> love ideas. Love ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could send me that song, um, please, I'll please put it at the end of the podcast. And okay. that okay. way then people can hear it as well. Cause that would okay. be, that'd be an awesome tribute to Christian. So I, I would like, I would love to be able to do that. Okay. Um, now quickly in fantasy football, uh, super fan, Mike and I unfortunately are out of the playoffs. I had my we, best week too. Oh, me too. I had an amazing oh, wow. week and got destroyed by Ben from, uh, X's and Argos and, and didn't, uh, didn't Shuds put up the best score this week like, by far. Yeah. Like just, yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah. um, needless to say, congrats to those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to those people, I. I'm gonna get beat by somebody. She's a pretty awesome person to lose to. So. Correct. Yes, exactly. And uh, yes, for a, go stuff the rest of the way. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, we'll let it go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you again to Ryan from Canadian Football Countdown for setting that yeah. all up. It was a ton of fun, and we're excited about next year. Well, Mike might be more excited than I am. I had a pretty bad year in fantasy. We'll see how this goes. Hey, you uh, made it to the, to the semifinals. Then. I guess. Yeah, I got nah, quarters. Yeah, quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much for taking all of this time with us. Um, we really appreciate you talking about Christian and about the foundation and, and giving us all this information. Um, it was amazing to finally get a chance to just chat with you live. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you online and the foundation and all those kind of things so that they can uh, take part in all these things you're doing. We are on Facebook um, at the, you know, uh, uh, for the foundation, Christian Salisbury foundation. Uh, we do have the website, Christian, Christian Salisbury foundation.org. Uh, we are on um, Instagram and I think it's Christian Salisbury foundation too. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, in the website, just like I said, you can make a donation, however you want to do it. You want to buy merch. We, I think some people have already received their stuff in yeah. Canada. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I think I got one package that was returned um, to for the pay it forward people. Oh, okay. So kindness in me bracelet. So I the, the post office did put the label on the package. So I have to resend it this <laughs> tomorrow. But um, yeah, but they put it on my my information they put it on the package itself oh. so i'm gonna get that to uh pay it forward because they were so nice to send me bracelets yeah, and awesome. uh, they were bracelets so i'm gonna pay it forward and send them the foundation bracelet so that's awesome um, they can always go on the facebook page there's a phone number there's um email addresses and all of that on there and like i said we want to be able to you know my my goal is to be able to educate high school athletes on college recruiting and 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 if I can shed light into the um, the professional realm for college um, athletes, I will do that as well. I have a connection with an NFL agent um, that 
has helped Christian and I through this last two year journey. And uh, we still stay in touch. He's, I'm going to meet uh, him in Baltimore, uh, Maryland, uh, probably at the end of this month. Um, and uh, so we're going to be working together a lot. Um, he is nice. opening his own agency. And and so it, there's a lot of things going on that's going to keep me busy. I just got to get my mental space right. So I'll, cause I want to do my best job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, super fan. Where does everybody find you? Uh, they can find me at 56 parkies, uh, pretty much all the socials and then the Edmonton football history, which is going to include things like the horde and the history of the team, uh, <laughs> is at EDM H I S T O R double E. Wonderful. And of course, follow uh, the commissioner at Duchess Lombardi and follow me at Free Palicious and the show at the Turf District. And that's basically on all of the different social media platforms, uh, except if you're going on Blue Sky, then right. it's Turf District Pod because <laughs> I, yeah, whatever. I want to keep you guessing. It's kind of fun that way. Yeah, I should really have learned that. Um, uh, also, speaking of pay it forward with football. Make sure that you join their fundraising event on October 27th. Uh, it's almost sold out. It's at MKT Beer Market, and it'll have all of our friends, Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, Mookie Mitchell, uh, lots of other alumni and current players. So uh, a great cause. So make sure that you join in there. Uh, and of course, check out my articles on Three Down Nation after the game. Um, we're not having an overtime this evening, uh, just because we're all trying to make sure that we're, <laughs> we're staying healthy, we're staying healthy, all those fun things. Uh, but we will be back next week uh, to talk about the Argo game and set up Big our win. final home game of the season against the Montreal Alouettes. Um, Melissa, again. Thank you so much. Thank you for Christian. Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks uh, for being was, our family. Absolutely. It was wonderful to have you. You are on. so welcome. And I appreciate you all for loving him, all of the Elks fans. And um, y'all have been tremendous to help us get through this grief. Well, we are here for you. Whatever you need. Virtual hugs. We offer them all the time. <laughs> Real ones and you're here. Yeah, we're happy to help. Yeah. Okay. So for Melissa, Commissioner K and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. I feel a little too. I feel a little too I put your tools in there right now. Chris is Hey, we miss you, Smile on my face like everything's been okay. They just like the same ever since you went away. Thinking that your mama see the hurt up in her eyes. Whoever said time heals, find them niggas lie. Homie, you a legend. Even when they catch you by you, pull up, can't step it. Lonely on you, I'm yelling, Chris and Sodberry. Never question God, but I swear we wasn't ready. Never question God, but I swear we weren't ready. I said, homie, you a legend. Homie, you a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Look. You the real definition, ain't hey, don't give up. Hey, don't give up. You the real definition, ain't hey, don't let up. You the real definition, pick your head up. Homie, you a legend. All he wanna do is chase your dreams and wanna buy. When it came to making plans, I swear he did it all. Long live you, we got your jersey on the wall. Screaming Chris and Sonsberry. Chris and Sonsberry. Yeah. Let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. Smile on my face like everything's been okay. okay. 
Things just like the same ever since you went away Looking at your mama, see the hurt up in her eyes Whoever said time heals, pain them niggas lie Homie, you a legend Even when they count you out, you pull up, can't step you Long live you, I'm yelling, Chris and Songberry Never question God, but I swear we weren't ready Never question God, but I swear we weren't ready I said, homie, you a legend. I said, homie, you a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forever live you. Yeah. It's just hard, baby. Say hi to my dad up there. It's a song, baby.